everyone, I'm Rob. And I'm Angela. And thank you for joining us on our journey as an engaged couple. And uh, it has been a busy past couple of weeks with wedding planning. It has been great. I feel so accomplished. Oh man, we have done so much. Uh, we, tomorrow, uh, this is coming out Sunday, we are actually technically recording Saturday night, so for you guys listening to it, uh, tomorrow we will have secured our hotel block. Uh, they're sending over the contract. We're going to secure our DJ. We have secured our photographer and videographer. Angela has ordered the first of your bridesmaid dress, I believe, the first test. Yes. I will say our light wallets are feeling a little bit light at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, definitely. I asked... Uh, Rob's sister Kathleen to order the dress and hopefully she said it would arrive on Friday so I'm hoping to see it this weekend and hopefully tell my bridesmaids yay or nay and then I can also pick out the shoes and handbags and then everyone kind of knows what what they're doing for that yeah and Kathleen being one of the bridesmaids is a perfect person to test it out uh, Zach, my best man, is helping me find the best place to get our suits from, so we're making progress with that. Um, we booked the bus to bring people from the church to the reception, <laughs> so that's another thing. Just so much done these past weeks. Everything just started opening up, and the floodgates just went pouring through. I mean, everything from our honeymoon to even the centerpieces we think we have locked down. Um, Renaissance has these incredible centerpieces for quite a good price that we think we're planning to go with. Angela's really been taking the lead on that. I don't know if you have anything you want to share with them. There are a lot of expensive centerpieces. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like looking online, and um, I think it was like $70 a pop for one of them. And those and, were the cheap ones. Yeah, that those were the cheaper ones. And the, it looked beautiful, don't get me wrong, but I was like, wow. And I started Googling uh, different centerpiece designs just to kind of get an idea for it. And then I was like, um, Rob, what do you think about making our own centerpieces? Like, that would be fun. Yeah, and I brought up the logistics of actually getting them there Uh we're probably going to have upwards of 25 tables. And Andrew's like, well, we could get the flowers and the candles on our own. And I said, we live in a two-bedroom apartment in New York City. Where are we going to store this stuff? It's not like we can get it delivered there at Renaissance Weeks before. Uh, the earliest we can bring stuff into Renaissance is 10 a.m. the day of. And we're not going to want to worry about transporting stuff over there at 10 a.m. on the day we're going to get married. And we don't want to have to worry about having our best man and maids of honor load up an Uber that morning. So the benefit of having the Renaissance centerpieces is they'll already be set up that morning of. Rob also brought up the point that our apartment would smell like Bath and Body Works for at least a couple of weeks. So he, uh, he got me straight. Yeah, and truthfully, the centerpieces that they had at Renaissance are really nice. Uh, I definitely don't have the eye for it, so I personally didn't notice any difference between the ones 
that we saw at Renaissance and the other ones we saw online. But I know when I first showed them to Angela, she said, those are really nice, but I want to do my due diligence and really make sure to do all the research on different centerpieces before we settle for the first ones that we look at. And we also ordered the proofs for our wedding invitations. Yeah, uh, I think they came out really nice. We had done the first proof and had some edits when we saw it physically in front of us, but those arrive on Tuesday, the new proofs of the version I think we're going to go with. Yeah, um, and you designed these ones yourself, too. More or less. I took a template from Vistaprint, mm -hmm. which if anyone listening is planning a wedding, Vistaprint can be your best friend. They had a lot of good templates. Uh, I made a number of changes to them. But one thing I did on the back that we're pretty excited for, uh, it's something that kind of took from a friend. Uh, those of you who have listened, heard the podcast we did with Greg and Jackie, and they had little business cards added in that had QR codes for their wedding website. So what we did was on the back of the invitation, we put a little QR code that people can scan, and it brings them to our website, but specifically the RSVP page. So people don't have to type in the whole long URL. They just hold their phone right over it, and bam, they can RSVP right there. And continuing on our marriage prep, today we had our pre-cana. Yes, and it has been a very interesting road getting set up with this pre-cana. Um, we had to do it virtually. I think this was our third time rescheduling it. Second or third time. Uh, usually they are much more like clockwork, but... Um, COVID. COVID. <laughs> Yeah, originally we were supposed to do it back in April. Obviously, that got just got fully canceled, so we switched to a date in May, about a month later. Uh, we wanted to do it early, even though that would be almost a year out. Uh, the priest that is doing our wedding uh, is going to Rome in a few weeks. He's going to be working on his Ph.D., and we wanted to really go through the process with him. We did all the early stages with him. But in the end, we had to reschedule it one more time to today, which also was supposed to be in person. We were like, we're just going to push it all the way back to July. Things will be better by then. Or were we wrong? We were just hopeful. <laughs> yes, we were definitely hopeful. But end up working out. They put a virtual date on the same day. Uh, we took advantage of that because... After multiple times rescheduling, we said enough is enough. We, we are getting our pre-cana uh, completed. And we'll be doing the post work with a different priest at St. Paul's, but we're excited that Father Matt will still be doing our wedding, you know, unless there's another COVID resurgence and he gets stuck in Europe. Fingers crossed that does not happen. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Pre-Cana is a um, marriage prep course run through the Catholic Church. It is a requirement to get married in the Catholic Church, and we found it quite informative. Yeah, I know we definitely had some, I don't want to say reservations, but nervousness going into it. We had heard some stories from friends that didn't necessarily have the best experience with their pre-Cana, 
Whereas they said their experience was very much being told, this is exactly what you have to do. That wasn't ours. Ours was based much more around, hey, here's how you can strengthen your relationship. Here are different ideas and different topics that are good to think about before you get married that we found really effective. I would definitely agree with that. And one of my mom's friends uh, she told me that when she took it uh, a long time ago, it was very much the woman like stays at home with the kid, kids and is in the kitchen and like the husband is working. And she said it's changed a lot since then. And with this um, pre-K in a class, I would definitely say it has definitely evolved into something very positive. Absolutely. And I got to say, I was very impressed by the production quality of this. Uh, how they did it for the virtual was the entire thing was a pre-recorded video. They had a moderator and a chat feature. They had polls that went up through that they asked everyone to answer. And, I mean, all of it looked great. It ran through really smoothly. And, I mean, I was thoroughly impressed just by the production of it. It was very impressive, especially on such short notice. Yeah, I think it was only two weeks ago we were officially told it was going to be done virtually as opposed to in person, which we were just afraid it was going to get canceled. So we were very happy that we were still able to <laughs> do it in one way or another. I know we had one issue with it, though, but that was Zoom, not their production. Um, the um, The chat box would always pop up and it would not go away. Yeah, you had to read the messages for it to go away. Or else you had that bar with the chat with the big one. But that was completely an issue we had with Zoom. We did it on the computer. We had the computer screen up on the TV. So maybe there was a way to get rid of that. You guys can DM us and tell us if <laughs> there was a way we could get rid of it so we know for future times. But that was... A, a Zoom issue, not a pre-cane issue. People very much seem to enjoy talking in that chat. and It was a very friendly group. Oh, absolutely. Uh, our computer was off to the side, so we couldn't really type back unless we walked across the room. But that was probably the only issue we had is that we kept finding ourselves reaching for the mouse to click the messages and close them so that we could view full screen without that chat box right there. But overall, I would say the information was really good. It definitely had good information. I like the part where it talked about expressing our emotions and working through arguments. Rob and I come from different upbringings, and it was really good to talk through, the, to find our style of communicating and working through feelings and arguments. Um, and it was something we were already doing subconsciously, but it really brought it to the surface and how we do it. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It brought a lot of stuff that was really relevant. I think at one point Angela said that a lot of the questions it brought up are things that would be good for any engaged couple to discuss, and I completely agree with that. A lot of stuff, too, Angela and I went through with a book we had done. When we were first looking to get engaged, Angela brought up this book that 
talks through a lot of different relationship building things, uh, topics that you might not think to talk about, uh, stuff like finances, dealing with different emotional things, and stuff like that. And it was something that I think really helped us dive deeper into each other. One thing I definitely remember going through was different communication styles. What way we each best communicate and what way we each best receive information. And I think that was definitely something that has helped Angela and I communicate with each other. And a lot of those similar themes were discussed in Pre-Cana. So it was really cool seeing how we've evolved through that. Yeah, definitely the are you listening or are you listening um, theme and kind of like the difference between actively listening and passively listening and to be able to respond effectively to um, help the other person feel heard. Absolutely. Another thing that I liked about the pre-Cana is that they brought in love languages. For those of you who have not heard of love languages, they are ways that you like to give and receive affection. Uh, There are a couple different kinds, acts of service, physical touch, quality time, gifts, and Rob, remind me the last one. Words of affirmation. One of my top ones. Thank you. Uh, Rob and I have different love languages. His top one is words of affirmation and quality time. And mine are acts of service and physical touch. Yeah, and it's been very interesting between the two of us over time working through those different ones. The first time I ever heard of love languages was in college, and I didn't really remember much about it after that. A class I had that was a communications-based class, we took the quiz in. But about a year ago, somebody on the Apostolos team, Janet, brought that to the table for everyone to take as an exercise to talk through how we could all best communicate with each other. And it was funny because like a week or two later, that book we were going through had the words of affirmation. And today we got to delve further into that. And it's just something that I think could really help strengthen any relationship. It really helps you best communicate with your partner. And I think Angela and I would both agree that communication is one of the, if not the most important thing in any relationship. It is very important to communicate where the remote to the air conditioning is. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The office Angela works in is very, very hot. And she had a little trouble finding the remote the other day, and I was able to help her. Someone misplaced it, and it wasn't me. Hey, nobody can prove it was me that misplaced it. (laughs) One thing that I thought was really nice about the process... Uh, And this is going to sound a little weird coming from me. For those that don't know me, uh, I grew up Catholic. I went to youth group and retreats in high school. I was on the campus ministry team in college. And I would say one of the benefits of the pre-Cana was that it wasn't overtly Catholic. And what do I mean by that? I mean that it was very open, I felt, to anyone there. Naturally, Not everyone who is Catholic marries somebody else who is Catholic. And that was something that was 
brought up in the training, that there are people there that are of all different faiths. And one thing that really stood out to me that they said, and I wrote it down, was they made sure to say that this precanus session did not want to discourage anyone from marrying someone of another faith. It very much encouraged people to better understand the different faiths that their partners may have, whether they're both Catholic and have different views on their Catholicism or are of a completely different faith, that the best thing to do is to understand, expect, and love the different beliefs each person in the relationship has because that'll help you continue to grow together. And I thought that was really cool. Obviously, this is a marriage prep run by the Catholic Church. Uh, They talked about Jesus Christ in it. Uh, That is totally expected when you go to a Catholic marriage prep, but they talked a few times throughout it about how there are people from all different faiths and even the Catholic Church, different points in their faith journey, and all that is awesome. We're all here together, and the best thing is to just understand each other, communicate, and I think that's a really awesome thing, and you know, for anyone listening that isn't Catholic, hopefully that's something that maybe helps ease you if you are marrying somebody who is Catholic and are a little nervous about what pre-Cana may be like. I know for me, I did not grow up practicing Catholicism. I considered myself Catholic, but I didn't, my, my family and I didn't really go to church and we didn't participate in youth groups or anything like that. Um, so I'm still technically still new to my faith. The, um, the Burkina did a really good job of, uh, of encouraging, exploring where your partner is at and looking at where, um, at where you're at and kind of what, what you want your relationship to be like in terms of spirituality. And so I thought it did a great job there. Yeah, I, I think at least from my end, throughout it, we both seemed really comfortable through the whole thing. I would say so. And, you know, we had said towards the start, we definitely had some nervousness from what people had said their experiences were. But I feel like both of us ended it even more engaged than we were when we started. I think so, because it was very much... A, um, it, it very much helped us go over things that we already talked about, and it kind of uh, got us excited to be moving into this next step, Yeah, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. I yeah. don't want to speak for you on that one. <laughs> I'd agree completely. You know, mm-hmm. it took stuff we had talked about, really forced us to delve deeper into them. I think it also helped that the couples they picked out were not necessarily younger in age. We know one of the couples had actually been together for quite a while, but the majority of people that they had given testimonies and lead in were married within the past couple years. So they're right out of the thick of it. They really had a good idea of what we were going through because they just recently gone through it. And I think that really showed and helped. Yeah. And one of the, the, one of the couples were together through seven presidents Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> they were very funny. They were. Uh, the wife very much gave a bit of a look when the husband said the seven presidents part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, overall, 
I thought it was really well done. Um, I would definitely recommend going through it. I can't speak for the in-person versus the virtual, but I'd say we were pleasantly surprised. I would recommend it as well if you're like of a Catholic or Christian faith. Um, there, I know that there are other workshops as well that focus more on a loosely based spirituality. Yeah. And those are all available um, if you search online. Yeah, I would say any sort of marriage prep is a good idea. Just there are so many things going on when you're planning a wedding that there are conversations you may never think to have. And going through something like this just lays out in front of you from people who have gone through the same thing and says, hey, here are some things you might want to talk about. And I think having those things are just helpful. Why would you not want to prepare? I'm not the most prepared person all the time, but I definitely agree with that. Well, I would say we definitely had a great experience today. And from this review, it seems like somebody had a great experience with our podcast. From Mama Labs, love it. Super amazing podcast with the best hosts. Highly recommend it. Well, thank you for that. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As per usual, you can reach us at robindangela2021, that is 2021, at gmail.com. And thank you for joining us on this journey. Stay safe, everyone.